0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk and Happy Halloween. We are here on this Sunday, October 31st, 2021 to go over a four game small slate today in the NBA and we are going to hit that uh, regarding DraftKings prices. We also will go over some FanDuel at Yahoo, Yahoo suggestions as well, but I uh, really hope uh Uh, Everyone's having a great Halloween so far. Uh, We're putting this podcast out early enough that uh, everybody uh, hopefully has a chance to check it out between trick-or-treating and eating candy, my favorite part of Halloween, um, and uh, getting some winning lineups up there. So uh, first of all, as you step in here, if you're on YouTube, quick thumbs up, hit that uh, subscribe button. That's really important to us. And also a quick comment, Uh, yes, no, maybe, whatever you want to put in there, uh, enjoyed it, question, whatever it is, uh, that combination really helps us move up the algorithm on YouTube. And while you're at it, hit that little bell button in the top corner, that will let you know when podcasts are posting, and we're always posting in front of the paywall for basketball, football, baseball, and golf, our four main sports. So uh, dfscoachtalk.com. Com is where you can find us. All right, first game. It is a 7 p.m. Eastern game, and it is the Utah Jazz at the Milwaukee Bucks. Really good game, two good teams. Utah is favored by one and a half on the road. That's not going to make the Bucks fans or Crash Davis very happy. Um, But the over-under is a nice, healthy 223. Uh, The implied total for Utah is 112 and a half. Uh, And for the Milwaukee Bucks... One ten point five. So there we go. We've got uh, let's look at any injuries here real quick. Uh, Rudy Gay, questionable. Mike Connolly, probable. He sat out last night. He doesn't play basically back to back. So he'll be back in the mix. And then we know uh, Drew Holiday remains doubtful. Um, and same thing with Brooke Lopez. And and DiVincenzo will be out for an extended time. So they're still missing some of their key players, uh, that's for sure. And so, you know, that does put some of the onus on some of the other guys. Um, let's take a look real quickly at the Utah Jazz first. We've got Connolly coming back fresh at 5.8K. Certainly hasn't knocked it out of the park this year, but he's been solid enough that you can consider him here. Donovan Mitchell at 9K, uh, he was solid for me last night. That's a big price against uh, tougher defense, uh, you know, from from the Bucks, in my opinion. Bogdanovich, O'Neal, uh, not that you haven't really put up the big numbers you'd expect. Same thing with Ingles and Clarkson, and they lose some of their punch with Conley being back. So really, you know, it comes down to Rudy Gobert. You know, can you play him? against this team with Giannis, you know, we had this discussion earlier with Pirtle and the Spurs uh, this past week, you know, how does it fit with no Lopez in there? It changes the dynamic for the Bucks, and, <clears throat> and therefore it may change the dynamic how Gobert does against them. He is 8-4, which is a lot. He is leading the league in rebounding. So, you know, he's going to hit the glass and, uh, you know, the it's tough because they don't have the same type of rebounding without that combination of uh, a lot of Bobby Portis. And then, of course, with Brooke Lopez in there. So it's uh, tempting to want to pay up to go bear. I don't know if I'll really go there, though. Uh, on the Milwaukee side, you know, without Holiday, you still have a, a fair price, Chris Middleton at 7.5. He's been steady. Giannis is all the way at 11K, but it is a, it's a four-game slate. So you know, uh, there's an early game that uh, it stands alone in these four games. So when it's only four games and you don't have Giannis and he has one of his monster games, that's important. Now, he didn't have as good of a game last night. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes out against a crafty Utah defense. Um, I'm probably not going to go there. I don't think I'm going to go to Giannis. I think, you know, I'm more interested in possibly, uh, looking at a Middleton or even a Conanton off the bench, uh, or going super cheap with a Hill or, or, uh, um, Allen. So still have to determine that game, uh, tough one. I mean, it's a good one to watch, you know, 223 is, is a decent number, but, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I think that this game, you know, is could stay close for sure. But I'm not seeing the person or persons that are going to blow out the slate here. So let's move on to game two. Game two is also seven o'clock. It's the Portland Trailblazers at the Charlotte Hornets. Now, this game I really like. This is the game with uh, only four games. I'm going to stack up a little bit. Uh, you can do that more when you have this small of a slate. First of all, you've got a hotly contested game. Portland favored by one on the road. 2:30 over/unders the biggest, uh, definitely by a healthy margin. And here's the nice thing: you've got both of these teams with a phenomenal implied total. Portland 115 and a half. Charlotte 114 and a half. So all kinds of interest uh, in this game, without question. As far as uh, injury reports, you have Terry Rozier probable now. So he should come back and be in that rotation today and Tony Snell probable as well. So very odd to get two teams at at full force here, um, but it looks like that's what we're going to get. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, certainly the potential for Dame uh, Lillard at 9.4. If Rozier's back and healthy like they say he's going to be, he'll probably get that assignment on, on Dame and Ball will probably guard McCollum. Um, I think Dame's still playable. Uh, you know They will come in with um, Cody Martin to guard him as well, who can be an irritant at times. Uh, but Lillard's still uh, playing well, not quite getting the numbers he did, but uh, can be considered. McCollum at 7 seven's a nice option. I think you, know, you can look at him. Norm Powell's only 5K because he's been out most of the time. Certainly, an, an option. Uh, Nurkic is a guy I'm really looking a lot at too. He's only seven three, you know, that mid price, and he's a guy that can put up some big numbers, uh, in a close game. So, he's in play for me. Nobody's jumping off the, the bench for me at Portland, but on the Charlotte side, you know what? I really like LaMelo Ball. Uh, he's had some phenomenal games, a few off games. But at 7.8, I think he's really fair price. You know, when he goes south of 8K anymore with the much as he handles the ball and his usage, he's a big play. So he's uh, probably my favorite on the Charlotte side. You know, other than that, though, now that Rozier's back, is it going to affect some of the output of uh, Gordon Hayward and Miles Bridges? They've both been playing well. Um you know, I actually like Hayward a little bit better this time. He's only $200 cheaper than Bridges, but Bridges is going to get Covington defense. Um, and I know Bridges has blown it out, but he's 7.4. So, you know, leaning more towards Ball and Hayward in this game uh, with either Lillard or McCollum on the other side or, or Uh, Plumlee's center, 6'1", 6.1, 6.1. You know he's He gets rebounds, he defends, but he just cannot count on his scoring and certainly not his foul shooting to get those extra free points. All right, um, before we go to the other two games, just real, real quickly, uh, check us out, dfscoachtalk.com. If you're listening to this Sunday morning, you want to get involved for NFL today, it's not too late, uh, just jump on dfscoachtalk.com, sign up right there. We'll get you right into our Discord. If you want to check us out or send a message uh, on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And we'll get you in there. You can get as little as a three-day pass for $10. If you want to check out all of the basketball and uh, football, and of course, uh, the World Series is going on now. That in for the next three days, you're going to get all kinds of a combination of those sports. So we would love to have you. All right. We Two games, we've got uh, the 7.30 Eastern game, Detroit Pistons at Brooklyn Nets, only a 2.15 over-under, and Brooklyn's favored by 13. So sort of the the double whammy for us in the DFS world, a big double-digit spread and a low over-under with a 2.15. Big-time, you know, important game in DFS. Detroit's implied total 101, Nets, though, 114, right up there with the Hornets uh, for the highest implied total on the slate, Uh, second highest, I'm sorry. All right, where do we go here? Harden had a Harden game the last time, like 19 foul shots, figured it out, he's back in the mix. 9.9 is fair for him on a slate of this size. The problem is you've got uh, Durant at 10.5. So, you almost have ten, two guys 10K or better on uh, the same team, which goes to tell you how much the other guys are doing nothing. So, you know, it's really come to the point where you either play Harden or Durant and then somewhat move on. Bruce Brown at 4-5 can be okay. Harris at 4-4, Griffin at 4-6, uh, Mills at 4-2. LMA's playing more now at 4-8. So, they've got. All their other guys, their five next best players, all in the fours, I've never seen that with two guys basically at 10 and 10 plus uh, and, and a bunch of guys in the fours. So it's, you know, we all try to reach down and grab that extra Brooklyn guy that's going to get it done. But I just don't think you can afford to do it on this small of a slate. You don't really have to go there. So to me, it's, you know, the decision becomes, is it Harden or is it Durant? Um, you know, I'm actually leaning toward uh, fear the beard here because his defense he's getting is going to be a mixture of Killian Hayes, Kate Cunningham, Josh Jackson. You know, whereas Durant's going to face a decent test in Jeremy Grant. You know, he'll probably get uh, you know some other guys like uh, Kelly O and Sadiq Bay uh, on him during the game. But again, you know, you can't go wrong with Durant. I wouldn't blame you for that. But I'm more than likely not positive, but uh, leaning towards Harden there. And that's it uh, on the net side. On the the Detroit side, it's interesting. Kate Cunningham's playing. He's only 3-6, you know, but it's a back-to-back. He hadn't played all year. Uh, I have to see the news as the day goes on um, and see what they're talking about. Minutes limit. Is he going to play sit? You know, so that's up in the air. If he plays, you know, I think you can you can talk about him a little bit, although he's going to get Bruce Brown defense, uh, which would hurt uh, hurt him for sure. But a consideration, uh, the guy that I like a little bit better and, and the most on the Pistons side is Sadiq Bey. He's really been stepping up, being a main scorer for them. He's a, you know, he's a fair six five, so he's at the lower end of that mid-pricing group just like the fit here against Joe Harris and some guys that are going to guard him. I think he fits well. Um, and, you know, that's about, about all I'm going to go there. I, I don't like any of the bigs on either team here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of rotation and shared uh, sharing of the ball. All right. Uh, three hours later, we have the, the uh, game of the night, which is the late night sweat hammer game with a three hour in between. So, Interesting. You got Houston and the Lakers. Houston's bad. Lakers are 11 and a half point favorite. It's a two twenty two and a half and a half over under the Rockets, one Oh five and a half Lakers one seventeen. So do you uh, save some spots here for this late game? I think there are some really good spots and this, this is a game, you know, where I'm going to have some definite exposure. So, you know, you'll see me with some Portland Charlotte quite a bit and Houston Lakers And then some one-offs, really, uh, at best, from Utah, Milwaukee, and Detroit, Brooklyn. So let's talk about, uh, real quickly here, as far as injuries go, we've got, uh, and I didn't mention this, so I'm going to go back real quickly here. Uh, Livers and Smith are out for Detroit. Um, Brooklyn, it's Claxton, Irving, and Millsap are out. So you'll get... Still get a big rotation at the bigs, even though Millsap and Claxton are out. You'll get Griffin and LMA and and some Durant, etc. Um, all right, wanted to mention that. So Houston and the Lakers. Houston's one and four, Lakers are three and three. Uh Porter is questionable for Houston. That's massive news. We need that news because if he's out, it changes the dynamic. All of a sudden, uh, you know. Eric Gordon's a great play. Jalen Green's a great play because Porter is very ball dominant and he is initiating the offense. House and Wall are out for the Lakers. Davis is probable. Ellington and James are questionable. So here we go back into the James questionable every game scenario. Um, I think he plays personally. Ariza, Horton, Tucker, and Nunn are out. So Lakers have been stung pretty good uh by the injury bug this season. All right, so you know, we can we can break this down right now as if LeBron's playing. Uh again, jump in discord with us. We're going to be following this news closely. You know, I love playing the NBA on Sundays cuz you've got, you know, 90% of the DFS world uh, just focused on NFL and uh you can really get some uh Lots of fish in there, to be honest with you, that aren't following the NBA close enough, that are just looking for some action there. And so, you know, we love that. All right, so news on both sides will determine everything. Let's say Kevin Porter plays. Um, you know, he certainly has a chance to, to make my lineup. Um, Jalen Green does as well. They're two Chuck and Duck guys, but they're 6K and 5.6, so you got to consider. Um, Christian Wood, 8.1, is somewhat in play. And the reason being is, as as lauded as the Lakers' interior defense, is centers have been doing better uh, against them this season thus far. So, you know, Wood at 8.1 is a lot. But, you know, with the high over under here in this game, I think he has a chance to have uh, a nice ball game. Um, After that, you know, you've got some reaches that – Maybe fill in a roster spot and Jay Sean Tate at 4.7. Again, if Porter sits, Eric Gordon at 4.8 is a great play. Um, don't think you have to go down as far as Jen Goon or, or Nawab or Augustine, uh, those guys. So mainly the, the key guys, but all of that dependent on the Porter news. Uh, again, we're going to ex- expect LeBron to play. Uh, if he does play, you know, a couple of guys here that I do like, I, you know, I think Anthony Davis at nine six, he's probable, I, he's definitely going to play. He he's a good, uh, good guy to look at here. Um, I think Jay Sean Tate will guard Russell Westbrook and Russ when LeBron and Davis play hasn't been as of effective. So I'm probably not going to go there. Um, LeBron is 10 K. You know, if he's a no minutes limit guy, Uh, You can consider him, you know, you got to fear the blowout here. And, you know, the veterans aren't going to play super extended minutes. Vogel does not do that. So you can roll the dice, you know, with a monk at three, seven Carmelo at five, even Austin Reeves, you know, he's really in their rotation, really getting solid minutes. And he's still only three, three. So he may be that value chip, uh, the value card, if you will uh to make a lot of other things work. So I'm going to consider him uh in this game because he also probably gets some extended minutes if it does blow out. So uh, I think he'd be a nice value play. Uh, but probably going to go with one of the studs from LA being either James or Davis depending on the news. Uh so good three man exposure in this game, uh probably a three man exposure like I say from the uh Portland Hornets game, and one off from the other two games, Jazz, Bucks, and Pistons, Nets. So it's I think you can come up with some solid builds here. Uh, you can still be contrarian enough, even though it's only a four-game slate. Um, and I think it should be really competitive, very interesting. So definitely looking forward to this NBA. Even though it's a short slate, I like the bigger slates. But I do like the dynamics of how this rolls out. And I think we can really get after it, and make some good money. So really appreciate you. Check us out, DFScoachTalk.com. Make some comments here on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, that's I forgot almost forgot to say it. If you're listening to our audio podcast, today's the last day to sign up to win a free full week membership, all access to DFS Coach Talk. All you have to do, regardless, regardless of what podcast landing space. It's Amazon, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart—all of them. Just—they all have a ranking system. If it's a five-star or whatever the ranking system is, if you put that down for us and give a quick comment, uh, just you know, enjoyed it, love the pod, whatever. Uh, that combination of those two things gets you in the drawing. Uh, Joe Stanton will be pulling that information for us tonight. And we will announce the winner on tomorrow, Monday's podcast, of who won the one-week membership. So please take advantage of that on the audio podcast side. Uh, We'd love to have somebody jumping in with us tomorrow for a free week. All right, that is it, my friends. A a lot quicker show today with only four games on the main. Hope you have a a fantastic Halloween. Um, I know I'm going to try to eat as many Reese Cups as possible. That's the goal. But uh, no, that's not good for me either. Uh, but I hope you all enjoy it, and uh, hope you crush football with us. Andrew Hanson, Joe Stanton, and Crash Davis have some fantastic NFL lineups for the day. So uh, come and join us at DFSCoachDoc.com. Have a great Halloween, and we'll be back with you tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.